Welcome to WrestleRock with Rick Connor. Fat and talentless. Matt Flowers. Give me what I want. Mark Hallbacher. Is that okay, 2019? And Corey Castle. Tell everybody that you love that you love them. So enjoy your life. Uh, you're such a hippie. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to uh, something new from WrestleRock. I'm Rick hey. Connor. I'm Corey Castle. Mark Hallbacher. Corey's on his phone already. So we're uh, we're yeah. trying something now. Now uh, we're we're this is kind of Rassle Rock in isolation. Uh, we're uh, trying this new uh, video feature out and seeing if this works a little bit better uh, for the podcast listeners. Uh, hopefully the audio will be a little bit better because uh, we've had some problems with that in the past. So uh, we're trying some new stuff out. What's going on, guys? Hello, everybody. Oh, it's like uh, do this coronavirus thing here. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of affecting everybody, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it is. It is affecting wrestling, hardcore. Definitely, hardcore wrestling. Yeah. I just thought about I'm getting a green screen and I'm putting just an empty crowd behind me the whole time I talk. <laughs> <laughs> just empty seats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that that's the uh, the current wrestling that we're living in now. But I mean, it's um. I don't know. Like we were talking a little bit about it yesterday. Uh, I'm not. I'm not hating it. Um, it's it's definitely different and awkward, kind of uh, certain things. But I mean, right now, Raw and SmackDown are pretty much just recaps and promos and uh, a little bit of wrestling here and there. Yeah, last night reminded me how much I hate uh, Charlotte Flair because they had to recap her breaking Oscar's streak. Yes. Yeah. I f- the great match, but I forgot how angry that match actually made me in in top like at the moment. Yeah. Uh, besides that, uh, should we really talk about what the what is going on with WrestleMania? So it's two days. Are they going to do like everything's from the Performance Center, and they're just going to split it into pieces? I I don't understand this, and I really don't think this is a smart idea. But I don't uh, know what you got. From what I'm hearing, they're they're gonna. Uh pre-tape a lot of stuff like so that you don't have all these people in the building at once it's whatever like the cdc regulations are now so it's um you know you got uh you got certain matches that are six-pack challenges you can't have you know you can't have that match plus you know another tag team match and all this all this other stuff in the same building at once i'm also hearing that some of the stuff is going to take take place outside from another location uh they're going to apparently give Cena and Wyatt, um, like a, like a big cinematic type of match, like kind of like what they did with Orton and and Wyatt and Hardy and Wyatt. Well, what's the um, what's the Boneyard match? What's that yeah, supposed knows. to be? Nobody has any idea. And what's going to find a graveyard? Maybe, maybe AJ just didn't know what a graveyard was called. He was just like, it's called a boneyard, right? They're gonna they're gonna do in the, the elephant graveyard from Lion King. Going to be. <laughs> Green screen, Lion King scenery. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I, I I guess they'll like try to make it fresh and kind of like interesting. They're gonna do like uh, yeah, like the boneyard match. Maybe they're fighting in a graveyard, or they'll they'll make it look like a graveyard. They'll just use a lawn outside the you know the performance center. <laughs> Somebody get me seven hundred tombstones. <laughs> what do you mean I can't get them? It's, it's people die every day there. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting. So, 
We'll see, man. I heard, I heard Bray Wyatt want to fight in the Hooters, and they said no. <laughs> you want the what? The Fiend versus Cena. You want it in the Hooters. Who would it be in Hooters? Why not? <laughs> Why not have a met? Like, and uh, I've heard people discussing it. They said a lot of these guys, like, because, like, the Elias uh, Baron Corbin match, which no one's looking forward to. They want to wrestle in like some kind of weird location, and everybody was talking about how they're they're so trained in the WWE style. They want to make that match interesting because they don't know how to go outside the box. But someone like someone like AJ and Undertaker, just give them somewhere, and they're going to put on something cool. Yeah, because they're just kind of around. They know what to do. But uh, yeah, there was a rumor that Bray Wyatt. I guess he was saying it jokingly. He wanted to uh, wrestle in a Hooters. I mean, it's never been done before that I know of. So I could be into that. Um, I'm liking the uh, the storyline they got going so far, with AJ pretty much burying the Undertaker, just saying, you know, you know, your wife is burying your career and all this other stuff about his wife and this. Uh, Undertaker's got a Twitter account. Did you know this? Like, I thought that all that was great. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's all kind of it's all kind of funny and. What's cool about it is, in my opinion, what's cool about it is it's not so perfect. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. AJ sounds rambly, and maybe that's because there's not an audience there for him to react to. Yeah. But he just sounds real rambly. Or maybe, like, the the noise of the crowd usually, like, blurs out how rambly a promo can be. But he's like, ha you're... <laughs> it was just like some certain words were all wrong. He's like... Um, uh, yeah. uh, I forget you know, what it was. No matter how rambly he sound, yeah, nothing was worse than watching that Save the Tigers video. Oh yeah, that was awful. That was- <laughs> Undertaker and his wife trying to save tigers, and they're doing that whole like I say like four words, and then you say four words. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was like they were clearly reading a very poor like uh, poorly held cue cards. Just read oh. the dummy cards. So bad. <laughs> Grab that video and put like the the arms of the angel song underneath of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, um, I, I'm really digging core. I mean, um, AJ's kicking it like he's just knocking it out of the park. Yeah, I think he's doing a great job. I like how to keep the Undertaker just silent through most of it. I mean, he had that one shoot, but I, I thought it was kind of you know typical Undertaker. Yeah, whereas like AJ's the one is actually like pushing it somewhere. That. Uh, Randy Orton's uh, shoot last night was awesome. That was yeah, that was really good. Guy, okay. uh, just promo from last week was awesome. Said it got it's like yeah, I sent Beth Phoenix out there to to retire for me, and I don't know now it, it kind of revigorated me. I'm like, all right, that's that's pretty cool. That's a nice twist. I thought that was cool. Yeah. No, Edge Edge was. Amazing last last week. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it just goes to show you, like the the real vets, like the guys who are actually were allowed to talk on their own before they started scripting everything. Like they just know their characters better, and they can just talk. Yeah, uh, it, it, you can just put on a, a solid promo. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I just don't like how all these matches are being thrown together really quickly. Like they they didn't have anything. It, like they're trying to act like it was a coronavirus, but it just sounds like they had nothing planned for WrestleMania when it came yeah. to undercard. They didn't. They didn't have anything planned. Uh, I heard somebody mention something about the whole uh, Bailey match that that hooked up. It's now a whole six pack match. 
It was originally supposed to be a uh, lead up to uh, her versus Sasha Banks. And apparently they just didn't have, they, they said they didn't have enough time to flesh out a full storyline for that. And I'm like, Bailey's been healed for months. What the hell are you talking about? You know, like that's crazy. It seems so thrown together and like not, it didn't seem like, uh, it didn't seem like anything that was worth the build that they were giving it. The same with the Elias Baron Corbin. Like, it's like, well, you need a match at WrestleMania. So here's what you get. I mean, it's possible that there's, there was some stuff that was in, like, like in the works. It's like, okay, after Elimination Chamber, after the Saudi Arabia show, after all this, we're going to, you know, start going into this. But then the whole coronavirus happened. So it's like, okay, so we can't do a 10 man tag or whatever. Um, yeah. I just heard uh, that Rey Mysterio is now in quarantine. He was supposed to be part of the. Uh, he, he was supposed to go against Andrade for the, the United States title, but he's he's been put into quarantine, so they had to switch it around. It's like, all right, let's put those two against uh, uh, Street Profits. That's what is and, uh, so thrown together last minute. What was, was that? Virus. I don't know if he has it. I just heard that he's been put into quarantine. So maybe he was like you, Mark. Maybe he was traveling, and they're like, okay. Let's ground him, and we got to we got to do something else. Yeah, I uh, I'm doing self, but what it is is uh, I flew from right before we did the show last week. I was in Los Angeles for uh, to see some friends, and I went and saw uh, Tame Impala. Mm-hmm. And uh, I landed Thursday morning, and anybody landed Friday from the West Coast was put like in in Philly was put on mandatory two week quarantine. Yeah. So it's like, well, what's the one day? Like, <laughs> like what, what's the difference in one day compared to like? So I just I've been trying to stay away from everybody, yeah. And just you know, besides going to like supermarkets and stuff like that, I've been trapped in this damn house, going insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's too, you have you have no idea to be someone like me who's in you know bar business and like I have a social job. Yeah, and to not be able to be social at all. <laughs> you should see all my other bartender friends like on Instagram, just starving for attention, posting memes every two seconds, and <laughs> somebody validate my existence. <laughs> I'm gonna post my dog. You post your dog for me. That was the one. They were doing one where they were like one up, like challenging each other, doing shots, and I challenged these people to do shots. Funny thing was, I was not included in any of them. Any of them. Um, you're you're a pretty you're pretty proud of the fact that you're kind of a dick. So <laughs> maybe that's the way they're not including you. Uh, you probably think I would just not do it. <laughs> like, like I mean, it's, you know, it's it's hurting everybody. I just uh, I just got laid off from uh, from my job. They're like, yeah, we'll send you home, and uh, hopefully when this is all over, we'll give you a call. So a lot of people are working from home now, and everything. It's uh, it's it's pretty rough. So it's uh, yeah, it's just a weird thing is to go from social to not social. I mean, there's a lot of people like work from home and all that stuff, and they're used to not being around a lot of people. I'm used to being around people six days a week, so it's kind of weird. How you, how you doing over here, Corey? Like you got? <laughs> He's taking selfies. I'm trying to adjust some sort of uh, Instagram live, but it's not working. So screw it. Well, it's a good thing that we have this. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, I'm just I'm just starving for validation and all, you know. 
Now I'm I'm ca- I'm cooped up too. Cabin fever. Yeah. So same same deal. Yeah. Um, no one's forcing me to stay inside. I just don't have anybody else to hang out with because everybody else is staying inside. So, so yeah, I guess I'm in isolation in a way as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's affecting everybody. You know, it's uh, it's crazy. Uh, AEW just turned around and did the same thing with um, with having no audience. They had their first show uh, in front of no crowd. How cool! What's been really cool about them doing it is like they have the non-active wrestlers acting as audience. I think that that's really cool. Yeah, I don't know. I think that kind of made it worse, to be honest with you. Uh, it just kind of like, okay, there's people in the crowd, but they're, there's like five people in the crowd. You know what I mean? It's like, was, yeah, it's like those shows. Like part of an angle, like the whole MJF thing, that was cool. You know, because mm-hmm. MJF is just a, a dick anyway, so he was just booing everybody and, you know, just being an ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, there was—I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't know. It's weird. I kind of liked it. I I kind of liked it because, dude, it is rough. It is so rough to watch wrestling with no crowd reaction. Yeah, like, yeah. It's almost like they, it's almost like an indie that can't draw. Yeah, that's what it looks like. You're watching an indie that can't draw. <laughs> Not only that, you get you get so used to a crowd and so used to the crowd validating what you like and what you don't like. So you're like, ah, oh, that was stupid, and they're booing at the same time. And you're sitting there, or you're like, wow, that was awesome. And they're they're doing this as awesome chance. It's like you get this mini validation for your own opinion, and it's not there. You're just staring at the screen, you know. And they should they should for sure like have it interactive somehow, and should have like some WrestleMania interactive where it's like there's like. There's like cameras on the seats, and everyone has like their live reactions playing. Like there's like iPads on every seat. I don't, I don't know what. I was thinking about that for WrestleMania. Why don't they have you pay like a certain amount of money, and they can log in like we are doing right now, right. and each seat you can just see a person sit like a screen of a person yeah. in seats, and they can yell and scream at the at the computer while watching Mania. That would I be, think it would be really cool. Yeah. I, I don't know the logistics of that. If um, like if you were able to filter in, you know, a, a couple hundred thousand people or whatever, like like tens of thousands of audio I'm files just, coming in from everywhere. I'm just saying, though, you darken out like half the 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 It's only it's in the performance center anyway. What's the whole 500 people? So you yeah. put like 150 to 200 of these screens around, and people can pay to log in. Mm-hmm. And then they can they can actually be like a mini crowd, so you can like see little faces in the crowd and the screens, and they like, can yell the and cost, cheer. The cost of the equipment to set that up would probably make it not worth it at all. Yeah, that's true. I know especially, that. Especially, God, I said, especially with like them being down at a downtime, like it would be such a risk. Yeah, I, mean, I know they're I know they're hurting for money. They they just came out and said that the WWE network is free for pretty much the foreseeable future. Uh, until I mean, you know, I guess unless you're already paying for it, then it's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I'm wondering. Like they're getting it for free for the foreseeable future. Does my nine ninety nine get taken out next month when everybody else oh, is watching yeah. for free? I doubt that they're going to be like, oh yeah, well the people that are already paying for it, you know, let's get let's let's just. Cut our fucking oh, pardon me. Let's just cut our uh, whatever. I'm sitting in my house. I'm too comfortable. Uh, I doubt they're just going to be like, yeah, let's just cut that off completely. We're completely hurting for money. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Well, just, this is a really weird time. I, you know, you think, I, I don't know about you guys, but because I'm old, I've seen every WrestleMania with the exception of 14. Uh, yeah, every WrestleMania, except, except for 14 later on, because I, I was in basic training at the time. Uh, to now see a WrestleMania with no crowd is just weird. It's just and over very two days. This is the first one over two days as well. Yeah, yeah, they're finally doing what we always wanted. They're splitting it over two days, but yeah, what are they doing? Like a two hour and two hours that we're doing, or I don't know. Okay, it could be like three hour and three hour. I don't, I don't know. It depends. I mean, they keep, they keep on adding matches, so who the hell knows? Like they just added Alistair Black and uh, and Bobby Lashley out of nowhere. Yeah, and they said because they've been feuding for a while. They had like one match about a month and a half ago. They haven't remember, been- yeah, I don't even remember them having a match. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know. And then Bobby's going to lose anyway because for some reason they don't have any faith in that guy. And I don't get it, man. He he looks like Vince McMahon created him in a lab. Yeah. Like, he looks like the perfect wrestler. And he's good. I just don't get it, man. I'll, I'll never get what it is. Yeah. Are you pooping, Corey? Yeah, Corey yeah where the hell did Corey go? <laughs> He just wanted a uh, a commercial for Evolving with Corey Castle in the background. He's like, I'm going to leave for a while and let people uh, stare at this, this thing. I say, why didn't he move the coffee table like two <laughs> feet over a little bit and pan it up? I'm at least yeah, promoting our show. Mark, you want to put the get- Institute banner behind you or something? Yeah, you want to see my snacks and then my bars <laughs> over here. <laughs> But, um, yeah, going back to uh, having screens in the seats instead of people, I don't know, man, because, like, I'm, I'm noticing that our cameras are kind of freezing every now and again as well. I don't know if it's going to come out in the recording, but, um, you know, so I can't imagine, like, a couple hundred people or whatever, you know, there's going to be all kinds of issues with that. Like, there would have to be some testing done, I imagine. But it's for sure a learning curve, and it's a time like no other time. So it's something like you'd have to be patient for, and everyone would be. Uh-huh. But if somebody's not like it, would, but they're not going to be patient. <laughs> I'm not going to be patient. No, I'm, I'm talking do- about people like watching from home and seeing just those screens, you know, and watching the regular feed. Yeah, it's not yeah. like that's going to affect the quality of the matches. The matches are going to be what they are. Right. Um, but I'm okay with no crowd. Um, you know, everybody's everybody's trying to figure out what they're doing and then see what works and what doesn't. Uh, they just started new uh, new positioning for their cameras in WWE. They did it in AEW as well. Uh, the yeah, hard but like but you you say the no cat the no crowd thing, but then look at a look at the Brody Lee re- reveal. Awesome, done really well. The one thing I knew, because they, they did do it for a while way back in the day, he was actually talking after Braywood, and they stopped that. I knew he could talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, People forget way back in the day when they were doing the Y Family, you know, Bray would do one of his like, you know, monologues, and then they would let him say something after it for like, the guy can talk. So yeah. he came out, awesome. And then he just destroyed everybody in the ring, which was really cool. There To not have anybody just pop for that was just kind of weird yeah and the whole matt hardy thing which you know good for matt matt's back in the spotlight and i guess he's going to be around i don't know if he how long his contract is but i guess he's around the battle with uh uh the inner circle for a while so that's that's kind of cool yeah yeah so they're immediately putting him right in the you know on the spotlight 
in the main event, you know. That's really cool. It feels like it feels like like three debuts all at once that really kind of flying under the radar because of uh the lack of attention on the company because of the the whole you know, the whole scare. But like there's like Lance Archer, there's Matt Hardy, and there's Brody Lee all sort of flying under the radar because oh. everything seems to kind of be under the radar at the moment. Yeah, Lance Archer should have been bigger. Lance Archer, Lance Archer coming back to the States should have been way bigger, and uh, it, it wasn't. And I think Brody Lee... rushed, didn't it? What's that? I felt like it was kind of rushed. Yeah. I like, it was, um, like, like Jake came out one week and said, all right, I got, I got a new client. And we're all like, client? What the hell are you talking about? And then the next week, oh, here's Lance Archer. Whoa. It happened quick. Like, they, they've been teasing that um, Exalted One thing for months. You know, right. so it was yeah. weird. It was just like one week he's he's there, one week he's not. And you got to admit, man. Remember, we were talking about the whole exalted one and how, like, uh, I forget who was talking about how the Dark Order is terrible. And then this this ended up being probably the best reveal in the last couple of months. Yeah, because they needed it though. They need they need some. I don't know. The Dark Orders. I don't know. They don't pose any threat to me. They don't no. look like any kind of threat. No. Well, um. Matt Hardy was recently on Jericho's podcast and they told about um, they told about how, you know, if it was a live audience, they wouldn't have been able to have like Vanguard one in the building. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't allowed to fly him over a crowd. So like the only way they would have been able to pull that off would be to do it in this empty arena. So that's neat that they were able to do that for that purpose only. I never said the drum thing anyway, so I was fine with whatever. I don't know. That's just me, though. I'm also the guy that hates Orange Cassidy. So take that for where you will. I don't get why you hate Orange Cassidy. He rules. Stands around with his hands in his pockets and he throws like terrible slow kicks and he's all late. I don't get it. Does the same thing every single time. Although I didn't yes, see they- that match with uh, that he had with Pac. Um, I heard that that was really good. Yes, yesterday, yesterday was was my sister Jess's birthday. Yeah, and. Uh, we, my brother, my brother Justin and I stopped at the grocery store like pretty late, like just like last minute because we were like, you know what, we can't let this whole day go by without like having her have a cake, and we can't believe we hadn't thought of it. So we went, and it was like we walked into the grocery store at like ten o'clock, and the thing says it closes at ten o'clock on the sign up on the door. We got the cake, and the lady was like, "Hey, we're closed," and we're like, "Let's buy the cake." Can we? And she was like, "Yeah, sure." buy the cake and then as we're walking out some old man's trying to push a cart in the, into the giant and he's like he's like where, where did this start <laughs> and it just made me think of you with the i hate orange cassidy the drone thing's stupid rick's just, <laughs> no, just an old man with a shopping cart yelling at the old man with a shop hey <laughs> <laughs> i don't get it <laughs> how how is that the same Rick just has a shopping cart of all the wrestling gimmicks he hates. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I get was any of this. there. <laughs> I don't understand. Well, I've, I haven't been around in a couple of weeks because, you know, well, last week because of everything that went on. Uh, a lot of good stuff went on, though. But we had, like I said, the Brody Lee reveal, the, the Matt Hardy interview was good. Uh, Stone Cold dropped uh, him and Bret Hart like reviewing their entire feud. Yeah, yeah, so good. 
like the 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 breakdown, like minute by minute on their WrestleMania 13 match. Yeah, that was that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, like a whole bunch of stuff happened. Man. It's crazy. Uh, it's um, you know, it's it's with with no wrestling. What else are you gonna do? You know. I don't know. I'd rather I'd rather him do that until there's until there's wrestling. Have Steve Austin just sit down with a different wrestler every week and break down like their greatest match. I'd rather see that. Yeah. Like have that be have that be what Raw is. Matt, dude, imagine Stone Cold having Daniel Bryan on there breaking down his his, his title win at WrestleMania. I guess Batista and Randy. I would love to have Daniel Bryan and Randy Orton sitting in the same room, you know, six feet apart. <laughs> <laughs> but they can they can talk about like they can break the match down. I would rather do that than watch Oscar versus Charlotte Flair. And what was it? You know, and then they had John Cena versus Bray Wyatt last week. Which I think that one kind of worked because they were showing the history between they John showed Cena. they showed the uh the Royal Rumble main event from last year, I think it was like um yeah, like Bray, Bray Wyatt, John Cena, and Seth Rollins. Was that what it was? Lesnar. Lesnar, I'm sorry. Which was cool because I completely forgot about that match. And it was really good. Yeah, it was a cool match. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I get what you're saying, though. It's like, why just, you know, put together like a clip show or, or rehash, you know, some old stuff? Why not just have more of the. You know what? They do have um, on the WWE YouTube channel, there's. um. People that do break down their old matches, like right now, the, I haven't seen it yet, but they had um, Hogan and Sergeant Slaughter watch their old match from, from WrestleMania 7. Um, stuff really? like that. Like, there's a bunch of that on there. Did you did you see like any new recent pictures of like, I saw some article that was like Hulk Hogan selling his, his Viper from 1994. No. And he had like his whole, whole gray beard all grown in. <laughs> no, I didn't and see it. He looked like he looked like Savage when Savage grew his beard. His beard was all gray. Yeah, like the last days of Savage. <laughs> last days of Savage. Everybody's getting old, man. Um, did you guys see the Dark Side of the Ring with Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero? Yeah, you got a chance to watch. Yeah. But it's, it's I watched the first half. Um, yeah. It's solid. Uh, I respect Jericho for like telling everybody, you know, like basically if you, if you think I'm glorifying him, you know, you basically take a walk. Uh, I think they have all the right people in it. I mean, it's Dean, Chris, uh, Chavo, Vicky, and uh, and a woman's sister. I think they're the right people to have on it. Yeah. Um, uh, JR is a little weird. I mean, I'm, I mean, yeah, he can talk about, you know, in the beginning, which I, I get, they were showing like the quality of wrestler that Benoit was and why everybody wanted him. But after that, like, I really didn't understand why JR was even in it. Am I the only one who's kind of weirded out by Benoit's older son? Why? Because he looks just like him? Yeah, just because he's like, <laughs> like, it's real, it's real weird to me. Well, because... I don't know, maybe he lost his mind. I don't know. <laughs> it would be, uh, you know, I wouldn't blame him if he just all of a sudden went insane and became a supervillain. It's, it's a good origin story. Scott Evil. The Scott Evil of wrestling. <laughs> Imagine your dad is known for the worst murderer in the sport. 
that even surpasses Bruiser Brody being murdered. Yeah. Like, imagine that. And then you're like, what was he, like 10 when that happened? I know. That kid, that kid's probably not all there anymore, man. Like, uh, yeah. the, the, the stress level. Right. I feel bad for him. I didn't see the interview, though. Didn't he do uh, Van Vliet? Didn't he do, like, an interview on there? I, I just saw him on that documentary. I thought he was creepy how much he looked like Chris. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of weird. He looks like a very young, skinny version of him. But if you haven't seen it, you don't know what, what happened between, you know, in 2000, was that seven or six? Seven? Six? I was living in Denver then. I can't remember. It was seven. You can't remember what happened then. It's actually really interesting. And see the whole thing with Eddie, you know, right now they're just building up to the breakdown because of Eddie dying. Mm-hmm. And like how he slowly started breaking down. And then Chris talking about how he like kind of disappeared after that happened was like really good. So I'm actually excited. Is it tomorrow or the next or is it tonight? The, uh, the next piece drops. I don't know how many parts there are. But uh, yeah, I, I think there's probably going to only be two. But I mean, like, I don't know. I, I'm subscribed to the Vice channel just so that I can see when that drops. I didn't even know when it was coming out. It was, the whole two part was supposed to come out. It was either today or tomorrow. And then they decided with everything going on, they dropped the first half last week. Right. Keep them one more on the edge of their seat. Breaking I'm, parts. I'm more interested in seeing that than I was the see Raw last night. I'm more interested in watching that. I mean, dude, I, I let me just say, uh, the match was for no reason, but seeing Ricochet and Cedric Alexander as a team was kind of neat. They, like, I could see that being a real team. If, yeah, I, I don't like how they were used, but I could see it becoming something later on. I don't. Honestly, like uh, after the after the Saudi Arabia show, man, like Ricochet is just like sinking. Like he, he's, he's, right. he's he might as well not be there anymore. And yeah, he's like, as over. Like, he's as over not. as what's that? He's as over as Rowan Spider now. <laughs> um, and maybe it's not that bad, but it's uh, you know. So yeah, man, you want to talk about people that were. Uh, that Vince just decided that he doesn't have any faith in anymore. Ricochet is right at the top of that list, man. I don't get it. Is it size or what's that? I don't get what his issue is with Ricochet. Is it size or star power or what's he not seeing him that he doesn't believe in using him anymore? I think it's like whatever Vince McMahon's version of what, of marketability, I guess would be something that he thinks maybe Ricochet's lacking. Mm-hmm. Well, that that was the thing that really was interesting with the Matt Hardy interview because he was talking about the whole when they did the uh, final deletion and Rick and then uh, and not Rick, I mean uh, Vince turned around and said, "Well, I don't get it, but if it draws if it draws numbers, I'll let it happen." And here it pulled three million views. Wow! And he still didn't let it happen. And then that was it. Basically, woke Matt Hardy was never used again. So it was almost. It was almost like you can prove it's wrong and then he's just going to bury you again on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I don't understand what that man wants anymore when it comes to wrestling. I don't No. And what's weird is he, Matt Hardy was saying, uh, 
like he got back into the production truck or whatever, and they were it was like a standing ovation except for Vince. Vince is just like, I don't get it, pal. <laughs> you know? uh, so I don't get it. Well, that, that's the weird thing is like when you think at that moment, if you got three million hits, your entire staff is like, wow, that was awesome. And you're standing there like, I don't get it. Maybe it's time you're like, yeah, well, maybe I should look into younger guys running my club, my, uh, my com- company. Like, and I can just deal with the financials and all the other fun stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get what's going on with WWE and this whole, like, every, everything's the same. I don't know if it's because they have investors and stockholders or what, but everything seems like it just stays the course. Same thing, same thing every day. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't have an answer for that. I have no idea. Yeah, I keep forgetting Goldberg's the champion, and we're going to have to watch that. You know, the belt go back on Roman because they need another pretty baby face to have a world title. Like, yeah. they, they keep going for the, like, the, the new thing is they have to be like a really good looking dude and. Uh, it's all corporate stuff. It's all, you know, curatings and all that fun stuff. Demos and such. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it, man. I don't know if it's, like I said, the only thing I can think of is maybe it's because the stockholders force them into more of a, a like a corporate mold. But it, it's just, like I said, man, I, I, like, you have a guy like Ricochet, probably top five most talented guys in the world right now, and he's getting, like, jobbed out. On a regular basis? Yeah. I don't know. I, I thought that when I saw him yesterday on Raw, I was like, all right, Ricochet. All right, he's going against Andrade. All right, making, maybe starts making a comeback, and then they started playing Cedric Alexander's music. And I'm like, oh, never mind. Kind of get squashed out here. I mean, it was a good match. I thought it was a good match, but you knew how it was going to end. Do you know what's weird to me? And uh, this, is, this is something we touched on on a recent show i don't remember when but like the angel garza is that his name yeah they're like pushing him like he's like some sexual deviant and it's weird <laughs> yeah it is weird it's real weird go out there and make out with people in the crowd it gets you know it gets his little you know kisses in the crowd and then he like stares at charlie like yeah, she's that like, was what i was talking about oh like yeah, I, I see something oh. i want and then i get it yeah don't get me wrong charlie's a very attractive girl but it's just really creepy yeah. It's really, it's really weird and really creepy. Yeah, it's not the right social climate for that. No, nah, if this was like that's what I'm saying, like that's how out of touch he is. Right. You know, Vince is like, yeah, just stare at her and wait, <laughs> and then she's just gonna look at you like she wants to rip your clothes off. And I was, no girl acts like that anymore. No, <laughs> right. It's really weird. Um, you know, when I was cheating on Linda, I would just stare <laughs> women until they. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, well, we're gonna get a uh, Angel Garza, the potential rapist, thinking <laughs> with uh, Andrade against the uh, the Street Profits of WrestleMania. Yeah, it feels like a, a match they just kind of threw together. Yeah, it it, do- it totally feels like something that would be a pre-show match for even a NXT <laughs> an NXT takeover, like. So it's not WrestleMania qual- like quality, I guess. I mean, the match might be good, but um, like the the caliber of stars that like star power that's in it. Meh. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you have AJ Undertaker, you have Goldberg Reigns, which is a big match. It's it's a big match. I'm not. 
I don't know why I just fell out of being interested in it now. I think because the title was put involved when it didn't need to. Uh, was involved. Um, that was my problem with it. I, I think Charlotte and Rhea Ripley fell fat, flat. I don't, I'm not interested in that at all anymore. I was kind of interested in the beginning. So what else is there like WrestleMania level matches? Cena versus The Fiend? Yeah. But what they did to The Fiend, you know, they kind of killed that whole momentum on the WrestleMania side. So Matt was talking about that last week on here. And he was like talking about like John Cena saying like he's had major losses and stuff like that and came back from it. And he was like, he was so right, which of course, yeah, sure. He's, he's right in that promo, but uh, Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt wasn't blaming John Cena. He wasn't saying it's all your fault. He was saying, I lost to you. And that, that begot, begot the downward spiral and the beginning of the fiend. I think that his downward spiral started way before he lost to Cena. He, the year after Undertaker lost the streak to Taker. I mean, lost the streak to Brock. He then, he then just beats Brock, beats Bray Wyatt for no reason. Yep. It was like he was a sacrificial lamb at that point. Yeah, yeah. So that what that did not begin the the downward spiral. That WrestleMania loss to John Cena had nothing to do with the the breaking. Which you know, it'd be funny if they did call it the breaking or the waking. Breaking what? Yeah, but the whole thing is like I, there's two days of WrestleMania, and all I want to do is see Edge Orton and AJ Taker. You know, and then what's the rest of the card? I got to watch another. You think that's what thirty five minutes, forty minutes? Because Edge and Orton probably won't be long. I don't. I don't know how long. They're gonna be long. And I, I think Edge. I mean AJ and Taker should be probably five minutes tops. So then I got another like three and a half hours worth of wrestling I got to watch, and I don't. I don't, even, <laughs> like, I don't even know what's going on. Well, I mean, yeah, there's there's other. I mean, like I'm I'm interested to see the the Baszler and Lynch match. Uh, we might be getting. We're, it looks like we're going to get uh, Brian versus Sami Zayn. Uh, I'm interested in that. Um, you know, there there's there's matches here and there that I'm interested in. Others that are just kind of there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, they they always had stuff like that. That's yeah. like I just mentioned WrestleMania seven. That 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 show had uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine versus Earthquake on it. Mm-hmm. With zero buildup whatsoever. I mean, like they've been doing that stuff for years. Well, so, I think, this, is, I think this is new. With WrestleMania uh, back then, would be like they didn't even they didn't build matches, they didn't announce matches, they didn't say the matches were going to happen. They just happened. Yeah. yeah. The older the older manias, with the exception of like all they ever pushed was like Hogan, you know, like Hogan yeah. Andre Hogan whatever, and they had a couple under uh, using some around the Intercontinental and using some around the tag team building. And then all the other matches were like fodder. But the thing is, like, you have eight hours, well, seven hours of TV every week. Like, how can you not build an undercard with seven hours worth of television? It's true. Do you guys want to do like a WrestleMania party? Like, but we'll do like a watch along party or like a, like, we'll do it just like this, this kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah I was trying to figure like out a, how to do, how to go about it, something like that. But WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, we just learned that this thing only, only runs for an hour and then shuts down on us. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to do it. Right. So I don't know. Maybe we'll just have to constantly restart meetings. <laughs> right. So, I don't that's, know. That's a real, that's a real bitch. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll see, man. We'll try, we'll try to figure something out. If it wasn't for this whole outbreak thing, then we, you know, I definitely wanted to do another uh, 
watch along like in person like we did with the Royal Rumble. Right. Uh, well, if we can figure out how to do it, I don't know. I gotta I gotta figure out. I gotta learn more about Zoom and uh, figure out if there's a way to bypass that whole forty minute meeting thing. And probably gotta pay for it. <laughs> That's the only way to bypass it. They should they should give us a an outbreak price break. Yeah, why not? That's probably what it is, though. It's probably you're gonna have to uh, pay. You have to pay money. There's the go around. Just trying to think what else is going on in wrestling because, like, really, I'm just tired of uh, interviews with no crowds. Yeah. And AEW's been killing it. Uh, the the Hangman Page uh, storylines getting better and better, even though I'm not a fan of them. Uh, I don't know. Cody MJF kind of stalled. I don't understand what they're. Are they trying to just extend it again or what? I have no idea. Are they going with? Um... I mean, they they, they got to get through blood and guts first and figure out when the hell they're going to do that, because that's a big uh, five on five thing. I thought they canceled blood on guts and blood and guts. They postponed it. I mean, they're, they're going to do it eventually. Right. So I don't know. I don't know if they're going to um, just put the whole feud on hold with the elite versus the inner circle and just go in a different direction, or or what they're doing. I don't know. So weird. I didn't like that name for a pay-per-view. I think that's real, so gimmicky. That's so like, um, like a ECW sort of. Very ECW. Yeah. It, it's just, it seemed stupid. Like December to dismember, <laughs> like something that's stupid. Disturb should be playing in the background. <laughs> so, so in the screen. <laughs> now, you know what? It's better than Great Balls of Fire, so I'll take it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's better than Great Balls of Fire. But not, I mean, it's still bad. Both are bad. I also don't get, what's that? That part, Great Balls of Fire, was actually a solid pay per view. It was. It just, nobody (laughs) wanted that. It really really flew under the radar. (laughs) Just a little bit. That's that's a good, that's a good, like, uh, way to do it. Do, like, sleeper promos like that. Just give them real shit names. I thought I thought you were going to say that's a good name for a pay per view under the radar. No, but that would be. And fun. It's just then it's people like Ricochet and Apollo Crews wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All these guys people forgot. <laughs> uh, something else that happened on SmackDown: Gronk debuted. Boo! You have to see uh, whatever his name is, Gronkowski. Gronkowski is not a likable person. Uh, he's kind of. <laughs> He's kind of uber bro to the point like where bros don't like him. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. He, you know, he was a great athlete. You know, he's a hell of a, a ball player, but he was never liked outside of the Patriots. Not, not many people like him. Like he's, he's going to be more of a, like a Tom Brady figure where everybody's going to hate him anyway. And then they use Mojo Raleigh to, to bring him in. I get the yeah. friend, but no one cares about Mojo Raleigh. No yeah. one cares. If, if there was a live audience, people would boo the, the hell out of Gronkowski. Like, no one gives a shit. We don't yeah. care. We're the host of Mania now. Right. It, but there's going to be no live audience. So there's not going to be anybody there to go, yeah, we don't care. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I almost want to call that long, long-term booking from his uh, 
when he appeared at WrestleMania, was it 33 or whatever? Jinder Mahal. He was, like, he was, like, he was on, the new, on the new pay-per-view under the radar because they yeah. forgot about him. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see what happens with it. I don't know. Is, is he supposed to be wrestling sometime soon? I don't I doubt it. I doubt it, dude. He has like almost no training. Uh, no training. But I've been saying this how many years? They, I knew he was going to come in as soon as he retired because they were teasing at, was it, uh, when, when Mojo won the the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, yeah, they were trying they were trying to seduce him into coming to WWE back then. And I don't get it. Like, yeah, his name has star power, but it, like he's not a Tyson Fury type character. Like Tyson Fury's a likable dude. He's yeah. weird. <laughs> he's likable. Like the thing is, Grock is not a likable person. A lot of people can't stand him. I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they're gonna uh, make him be a heel. He's gonna have to. He's he's gonna be so force fed down everybody's throats. They're gonna boo him out of the stadium. He's gonna have to be forced to be a heel. Forcible entry. <laughs> That's Angel Garza's new gimmick too. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they do make him a little rapey, don't they, man? That's a little bit, yeah. It's like, dude, he's he's a really good looking dude. You don't have to do like any of this weird. But it, you can tell, like, that's Vince McMahon's storyline. Yeah. Like, you know, women are all supposed to be these like um, objects, objects and submissive, and guys are supposed to be creeps to them, and they just smile. Like it's so weird, man. It's so outdated and so dumb. <laughs> and then Triple H gets demoted. <laughs> yeah, and that definitely shows. If you haven't been watching NXT lately, NXT has not been as good as it used to be. I don't know. I'm still enjoying the matches and stuff. I mean, like this past week, it wasn't really on. It was just kind of a promo show. But um, I don't know. I'm still. I, a lot of people have a problem with Gargano being being a heel. I'm I'm liking it. I thought that thought that whole brawl through the building was awesome. The problem is, it's hard. It when it, they went and did their history from from being friends all the way through to top of turning on him and all. And you're supposed to look at Johnny Dan and go, "He's despicable." And you're like. You watch to the end, you're like, dude, I'm rooting for Johnny. Like, Tommaso Ciampa, they made him such a scumbag in the beginning, and then he comes back from the injury, and he's an automatic face. But then you really look at the history of what he did to Ch- to, to Gargano. It's like, dude, you're a piece of garbage. Like, yeah. I'm supposed to root for you now? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that point, I guess. Uh, the, match is, the match will be awesome, as always. Yeah. I was the best feud I've ever I, I've seen in years. Uh-huh. In years. Absolutely. So I don't know. They're gonna bounce. You know, they're, they're gonna bounce around for a while, but long run, I think it'll all pay off. And uh, you never, you know, you never know that maybe they'll they'll get back together at some point again, do a DIY DIY uh, reunion. The Lone Rangers. The Lone <laughs> Rangers. <laughs> Do it yourself, but with another guy. Yeah. We're going to start a new team called TBD. You won't know which one of us is the bad guy on the team this time. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like it, though. I thought the, I thought the sit-down interview and them telling each side, their side of the story was really well done. Mm-hmm. But like I said, in the end, it gives you no reason. That, like, Ciampa's reason to be the good guy is like, oh, I didn't steal the title from you while you were wrestling the match. I waited till you lost. And then came out and attacked you. That's why I'm a good guy and you're a bad person. <laughs> it makes no sense. Like, 
<laughs> like, <laughs> I did something scumbaggish, but it was a little less scumbaggish than you. So you should vote for me instead of that guy. Like, well, what, what's the the angle that like something with Braun Strowman where he like tweeted something that maybe got him in trouble? He should shut his mouth. Something about his, his pay or something was that? Evil Uno uh, went on Twitter and said, "Hey, if you can help indie wrestlers, you know, like donate or buy, you know, buy stuff or whatever to help indie wrestlers." And Moxley set up a like some kind of GoFundMe page uh-huh. to help donate money, and he donated money himself. Yeah, suppose he donated like a hundred grand or something like that. Oh, like, yeah. It was a lot of money, from what I heard. He, he do- or ten grand, even whatever. It's still. He donated money where nobody else Bunch of zeros. He donated money where nobody else did. You know, like a, a large chunk of money. Other people who earn a lot of money yeah. in this business. Or who have a lot of money. Yes. And, and Moxley's the only one that came forward and dropped like a, a, a decent chunk of change to help these guys out. Yeah. And everybody else. And Stroman went out there and said, oh, look at all these people like begging for money. If you, yeah. you know, if you're a better wrestler or whatever, or you know, if you're if you actually knew how to do your job, you would like really you were a strong man that lost. You you couldn't even win in the in the field that you were in. And right. then with the pro- <laughs> if, if you were good enough at your job, you wouldn't need to be begging for money now. Some dumb shit like that. Like, yeah, yeah. He basically came out and was like, Oh, you know, I when I started, I didn't have anything. I moved to wherever he moved to with like a hundred bucks in his pocket or something like that. Uh, it's, it's so stupid because people you can work your ass off your entire life and still never get anywhere. It's, it's, it's not, it's not like indie workers aren't working hard. I mean, some of them aren't. I think anybody who's anybody who's a certain height can't, can't say, I think that there's a, you can't, you can't say that like you've ever had it hard because you like you are probably going to get a job somewhere, especially in wrestling. If you're if you're like almost seven feet tall, I'm calling this height privilege. If you have height privilege, you're you can't complain about not having a job in wrestling. I just see this like he went through the WWE system. So where do you get off? You got offered a job that pays you while you learn how to wrestle. Right. They give you an apartment. They set you up with all this stuff out there, so you you have a chance to actually succeed as a wrestler, you either succeed or fail as a wrestler. Whereas guys like yourselves are like driving out the places, wrestling, and then the guy turns around and says, "Oh well, we left the back door open, and someone ran out with the money. We have no money, you know, like stuff like that, yeah. like all this crazy stuff." And you know, wrestlers like Evil Uno before you know you know Matt Matt and Nick Jackson hooked them up. How much was that guy really making as a Super Smash brother? Seriously. Like 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Like, like really. And I, mean, I, I understand more from being a, a bartender, like people like me and hairdressers and all these people. If we don't work, we don't make money. It's, right. just, it's just how it is. Like there's, I don't, when, I, when you bartend, you don't get like unemployment. You don't get all this stuff. Like none of that comes because you only make 283 an hour. Barbers, Barbers, you have a dealership, you have a deal with the, the, the barbershop you're in, and usually it's like a 64. It's almost like tattoo artists. Like a yeah, I was going to say, just like tattoo artists. Like they, they're all shut down now, too, and, and they're losing their income. Yeah, and it basically, like what it is, is like you go to a barbershop and they're like, yeah, every haircut you make, I keep this much money, you keep the rest. 
And then that, that's how they make their money. Like a, a lot of people understand, like if you don't work, you can't, you can't make money. And indie wrestlers are, they're definitely part of that, that group. So yeah. Braun sucks. He just, he just sucks. <laughs> he, he needs to, um, uh, I think he should shut up forever. <laughs> really? Like he has no, no, like stand no like like to stand on in this in this part of no. world. No. Well, there's our jackass this week, but uh, huh? Anybody can post this, and Braun, you can hit me up on was it at loss underscore cause twenty five my Twitter. You suck, and you're gonna go nowhere in another couple of years because you just keep going farther and farther down. You like just keep farther and farther down, man. It's going to say Braun Strowman from wrestling on his profile. <laughs> That's our next t-shirt. <laughs> so 102 people in the United States died today of the uh, coronavirus. Just giving you guys a heads up. How many? 102. <laughs> so. Dear God. Yep. And they're talking about because all these corporations are losing money. I won't get into it much, but a lot of corporations are putting pressure on the White House to force uh us to reopen businesses so they can start making money again and what? they and they just want to look at the two percent deaths of the death hole of the united states as just being like collateral damage so That's they can make money yeah. <laughs> 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 and the sad part is wrestling is doing it better than these corporations by like <laughs> Vince McMahon 2020 <laughs> you can't say Vince doesn't care he might be crazy old man, but he does care. I mean, all these people are wrestling. It's all voluntarily from what I know of Vince. Like you can, yeah. you can go home. You can, you don't have to wrestle. You can go home. So when you, when you say voluntarily, it doesn't mean they're not getting paid. Oh, they're, they're all getting what they're downsizing, aren't they? Yeah. Well, but, they get paid. Yeah. I mean, it may not be a lot of money, but I think they're still getting their downsides of their contracts when they're not on television. Right. I this think is, to, to me, I, I'm comparing it to like, um, and I, I was thinking this when we were talking about the Ricochet stuff. You remember when Rob Van Dam wrestled on the first ECW pay-per-view? And he won. And he was like, cool. Now Rob Van Dam has wrestled on pay-per-view and has a victory. So Rob Van Dam is more valuable somewhere else. Yeah. That, that makes more sense to me Like for any of these people who are like, oh, at a time when no one's doing anything, look at me doing something. I'm on network TV. Like, I'm getting valuable TV time whilst the world is watching. Yeah. Sure. How, how much time did we put in again on this one since we learned that our show cut off in the middle? I missed it. I forgot to make note of the time that we started. I wish there was like a counter or something. Like You can probably download like a timer app and just put it behind. <laughs> I, have a, I have a timer on my phone. I should just start it there. I don't know. This is all this is all new to us, so we're 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 just learning and starting. We're all trying the process. If you don't know, like like the reason, like you can see, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can you can see how uh, we kind of switched around the camera positions, and Mark was up top, and Corey was on the bottom. Uh, it's because Zoom decides to have a strong cutoff at 40 minutes. You can record 40 minutes straight, and then it just stops out of nowhere. So. If you see something like that, that's why. 
just to just to put it out there. But since we're uh, probably running out of time, uh, let's take a look at the one guy who shined brighter than anybody this week. Let's do it with a segment called Who Wins Wrestling. Who Wins Wrestling? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, nothing's working. Again, peaks and valleys, learning curves, all that nonsense. <laughs> um, I'm going to go first. I'm going to say Randy Orton. Because his promo last night kicked ass. Um, he he made Edge's promo the week before. The whole last man standing match thing. I definitely want to see it. Uh, it's what I'm looking forward to. I think most out of everything uh, that WrestleMania has to offer. So, uh, yeah, I'm going with Orton. And it, before this, he was kind of hearing out like that weird back and forth thing where if he doesn't really care about it, you you can tell. Like he, he doesn't really put all of his, uh, all of, all of himself into it. And this, he's definitely putting all of himself into it. And it's, it's been great so far. So Horton, I'm going for it. But you see it, you see, like we've been talking about, like how like mundane WWE is that guy needs a spark. And like, they finally gave him one. Maybe that's why he's been so boring for the last so many years. He's just sick of the, the rigmarole. Yeah. But they finally gave him something he can stick his teeth into and he's, he's enjoying it. You know, like, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not one of those people. I'm not a Randy Orton hater. A guy is probably one of the best ever. So, and, and every time he gets a, a platform like he's doing right now with, with Edge, he proves it. So, yep. Be going with Corey. Speaking of sinking your teeth into, my winner of the week is Shayna Baszler. Uh, Shayna Baszler, the, the, um, the promo she did. The promo she did on Raw where Becky attacked her from the back while she was talking, all of that was like they utilized the the space. All of that was really good for the build. I, I I'm, It's something, the, one of the matches that I think is going to build both women in a really interesting way when it comes to WrestleMania and people paying attention. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> That's a match that I'm really looking forward to as well. It's a match that I can't predict. I don't know who's coming out on top in that match. Yeah, because yeah, there, there's rumors that Vince isn't like too fond of Shayna. So right, the the smart move is to have Shayna win. But like, does do they do the feel good win and have Becky win? And then what? I, I like the idea. Like I was in my head when she was like doing the thought about. Did you catch about, the one in the microphone? <laughs> what was that? Oh, I just burped really. <laughs> That's what that I was, was thinking about like when she was like, "Oh, I just I want to do things to like rip the world apart. I wanted to do like so. I'm thinking like she's like, oh, I want to win that Raw, Raw Women's Championship because I want to destroy the world. What yeah. if she like won it and destroyed the belt and was like, yeah, this is I did it because I can. Like that's such a cool build and it like has me guessing what like how they can." Make it something cool and make make a real good monster heel out of Shannon Baszler. Let me tell you, man, that that promo last night, that chair shot scared the crap out of me because it was just her talking, and all of a sudden you just you hear that smack. You didn't see a chair or anything. I thought she got shot or something. Yeah. <laughs> like it was it was scary. Like I, I legitimately jumped. You know, so it was yeah, really really good. Mark, what do you got? I am going to go with the other company, and I have to go with Brody Lee. 
The guy was never given a chance he deserves in WWE's. The guy can fly. He can power wrestle. I mean, and now we know he can talk. I mean, like I said, he needs at least one more guy in the dark order that's big or at least like a, a, a like a credible wrestler. Mm-hmm. So right now they have, you know, they have the Smash Brothers for the tag team, but I think they need like a solid singles wrestler besides himself. Mm-hmm. And they could be like a, a formidable like group since they're doing all these groups. Uh, I was really impressed by his, his microphone skills. Uh, it was a... Uh, I thought it was cool. I mean, like I said, the only thing that's really hurt was there was no crowd response because there was no one there. Yeah. That that does really uh, stop. The host, the host just bumped us up to a 60 minutes. Did you see that? No. What happened? I don't know. I just got like a... Limited minutes. Yeah, I, I see that. Where are we? Are they listening to us, Wayne? Yeah, you hung up. <laughs> they hung up on us. I don't know what happened. I didn't see anything. I'm still here. Uh, neat. Maybe we got 16 minutes left. I don't know. Uh, it said unlimited minutes. That'd be that'd be awesome. So well, let's go till we're done. <laughs> Gosh dang it! Gosh dang it! But uh, yeah, the the whole uh, no crowd thing it really sucks when when you have a big moment like Brody Lee debuting. Um, right now, everybody's up in the air, like I said before, but. Uh, well, after WrestleMania, it'll be interesting to see what happens. If they continue on with Raw and SmackDown like they've been doing, if NXT does anything at all, um, I don't know what's going to happen this week. You know, uh, Wednesday, is NXT going to be on? Who knows? So right now, everything is kind of seat of the pants, like, you know, fly by night type of whatever, you know, like, let's. Let's throw stuff at the wall. So it's going to be interesting, and I'm 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 excited to see WrestleMania because I want to see what the hell they're going to do. You know what would be really cool hmm. if they put green screen around the arena, and then uh, put like the background extras from the video game all just doing. Oh, that'd be worse. That'd be so worse. <laughs> white noise cheers that never sound like real cheers. <laughs> <laughs> just for the WWE 2K19, the 21, they suck. Yeah, I was about to say, you played 20. Like, you know how bad that is. <laughs> just like video game interactions of people like, going, yeah. I'm all for it. Guy behind me can't see. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm for it. Remember, remember the uh, the that pilot that that Matt had as a as a network pick that was like an NWA or AWA I think it was, and it was like a, a studio taping, and they had like oh, yeah uh, the crowd all like videoed in like that yeah they did that for WrestleMania <laughs> yay I don't know <laughs> it was like stock footage of of an audience reacting in the background I think it should just be that static that they make for crowds you know it's like. <sighs> Like whenever you do a mat, like a move, it does that real like quick like static <laughs> noise. It's yeah. supposed to sound like house cheering, and they have like one or two like little whistles every now and then. You ever notice that you're playing right. this, like a whistle? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they should all have signs. They should all have signs to say stuff about the wrestlers. They can <laughs> in the crowd. Match of the night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be interesting to see, man. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, anybody got anything else, man? I think we're uh, I think we're about done. No, stay in your houses, stay safe. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Be fun, have safe. 
Well, that'll about do it for this episode of Wrestle Rock. I'm Rick Connor. Corey Castle. Mark Hobacher. And uh, until next week, we're going to take it out like we always do with Mr. Nick Burke. Is it going to work if I hit the button? Nope. See ya. <laughs> Bye. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday.